welcome to episode 373 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. Dana Eileen. Howdy. And Jordan Biorti. How's it going? And uh, we are all still feeling that red carpet uh, glamour after the Game Awards were held last night. Which is our uh, our lead topic? <laughs> red Caesar. carpet, more like beige carpet. Yeah, I'm wondering the, the what red color carpet, carpet they would have. I assume red. <laughs> yeah, the the hot Verizon red, <laughs> Verizon oh, so checkmark red. Placement in that thing. No, wait, no, wait. <laughs> RGBs, the RGB carpet. Oh, Razor chroma the, carpet. The Amazon <laughs> presents the Verizon red carpet. You guys just made my life. Mm. I just want to carpet. <laughs> We're right off with the song. Uh, yeah, so oh, yeah, the Game Awards uh, of 2021 were held last night. Uh, it was an award show, I think. Uh, not just a glorified. Was it? E3 was, it? Yeah, was it? There were awards given. That Brendan and I took on the trailers, thinking that would be the easy thing. And I spent the whole time stressed the F out yeah. <laughs> trying to find yeah, it was Before the show even started, he's like, no, no, no this isn't the show i'm like no 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 yeah it is apparently (laughs) maybe Uh, maybe they because there wasn't enough trailers at e3 they had to cram them all into the game awards quote unquote game awards so they were like oh crap i guess we should fix that well and that being said too there wasn't really a lot of like uh major platform trailers like it was all studios so there wasn't a lot of like sony showing off something or nintendo showing off something it was like all Mm -hmm. the third party Mm -hmm. people mostly but was there um, anything that anyone was like super pumped about like not the elden ring and the stuff we already know about but uh, like strange sonic sonic trailer yeah. sonic 2 yeah i was sonic that was the most exciting thing i was looking forward to sonic 2 the movie was my favorite game trailer because yeah. holy shit does that movie look really good i mean i don't i don't have any love of sonic so i'm not going to judge on this point i'm just like i'm just like childhood memories yeah, I mean, okay, like, because, like, the first Sonic movie wasn't the best, but it was mm-hmm. not, like, overtly bad. Like, it kind of did what it needed to do. It was, like, you know, very much a kid's movie, you know, with a very, like, kid movie plot of, like, you know, person and creature go on road mm-hmm. trip. But, like, you kind of felt like they were just sort of getting some of the crap out of the way so that they could, like, actually make the sequel to Sonic, like, actually fit more in line with the games um okay I and this is like just the, the feeling i'm getting Jordan's from this in and out hard I'm, I'm, I'm getting that too okay we have a problem <laughs> really Jordan, okay you're cutting out completely maybe turn your camera off jordan that's maybe weird that you have the limited bandwidth up in the middle of nowhere uh oh man it's pretty good but i'll give it a shit um how do i turn this off blip yeah because all my waveforms it's fine but yeah. Okay, because all my waveforms look it's, it's look okay. So I don't know, if... I guess. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just just to, like just you, be safe. She was cutting out for you too, Chris. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because okay. you guys are kind of like stuttery for me but... too. Oh, like video wise, it's but it, it's not uh, it's not like no deal breaking. Um, okay. I wanted attention today. <laughs> all right, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so this is like this one actually looks like, like at least like from what I've seen, this one looks genuinely like it's going to be like 
hey, we took stuff from the Sonic movie and we actually built a movie around it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm still very much on the train that they should have saved the reveal of Knuckles till the third movie because then that would have had that, like, good meta connection to the games. But, you know, I mean, he looked looked really cool. He uh, he sounded great. Like, seeing, like, Idris Elba's voice coming out of, like, the actual model of Knuckles, like, sold me on the idea that he could be Knuckles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, yeah. Okay, so correct me with my Sonic knowledge. Knuckles is good, bad? He's Knuckles. a friendly rival. Ooh. Well, okay, so okay. Knuckles... Because I had Tails in my head, and then I heard him... And it was Idris Elba, and that was not a cute, oh, funny yeah. voice. I, Idris <laughs> Elba as Tails would be a real trip. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm like, gonna also, a I'm gonna also give a big props to the studio for like actually casting the like the voice actress who plays Tails in the games as Tails in the movie. Really? Oh, that's cool. He's the one character oh, in the yeah, game who's actually like more? voiced by the, his his in-game like voice actress. Um, but yeah, uh, so so Knuckles is like he's not an antagonistic figure per se. Like so he is like his like the race of echidnas are in charge of guarding the master emerald, which is like the big powerful emerald from where the chaos emeralds come from. Um, so in in like the first like the first or Sonic three anyway, like the the story goes that like Robotnik basically tricked Knuckles into thinking that Sonic was going to be the one going after the master Emerald. So he teams Mm -hmm. up with Robotnik to like protect the master Emerald. But then when it turns out that not like Dr. Robotnik obviously wanted to steal the Emerald for himself and use it to like power the, the, the death egg, then uh, he like joined forces with Sonic. Okay. It's not dumb, Brendan. It's amazing. <laughs> no, this is what Cody would I need him. He'd be on my side about this. This is what blows my mind. Things that I have played my whole life. Like, give me Skyrim, give me Zelda, give me any of that. I can tell you no names. I can probably not even tell you the story. But I put it. Well, you got there. one name. You got Zelda. That's a pretty important one. And that's not so. the little green one. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, Link, I'm well aware. That is my cat's name. Anyway, um, I can't remember things like that. So when you spit out all that information, the look on my face is not judgment. It's like, holy, I can't. Sonic had a deep lore, girl. It was the truth. Yeah. From day one. What is it? Of all that stuff you just said about like 10 seconds of it was actually in the game. Eggman. It's true. This is the long going debate. It's 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 too bad that they didn't, you know, because again, like it's like they changed the story. And it's it's upsetting because Sonic has a pretty like tragic backstory as well. His parents were both roboticized by uh, Robotnik, and then he was living with his uncle Chuck. And so, like roboticizing is when uh, Doctor Robotnik like takes the animals and turns them into robots. So both of his parents were roboticized. He was living with his uncle Chuck for a long time, and then Robotnik. Uh, yes. Yes. Science. Yeah, now, I could this, go. I could. This I could, is all. This is all stemming from the Archie comics run of the mid '90s. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it was, in the, it was in a TV show too, so it's all canon. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting really deep into Sonic. Here. I, I will. Sonic. I will. I will say my favorite part of the VGAs had to be when Jeff Keighley took to the stage to brazenly announce that the. Game Awards would have a zero tolerance policy against all forms of harassment. Bad people. And then he immediately yeah. brings out the star of the game from the studio with known sex abusers and like that, that employees are still saying is a... Yeah, uh, quantum, quantum Dream? 
No, Ubisoft. He oh, brought out uh, what's his that name too. there from 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 Far Cry. Like immediately oh, yeah. after he said that, it's like, um, whatever happened with that investigation? And people who work at Ubisoft are still saying it's a shit place to work. Like, good job, Jeff Keighley, you solved the problem. I mean, even that, even then, I, I still say the Quantic Dream <laughs> stuff is also bad because yeah, that studio has a lot of allegations, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, they did bad stuff. <laughs> thing but you know yeah, that, 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 that was a real downer to that that's, star wars trailer like, and that's that why was... sony kind of separated okay. themselves from them a bit why are we not talking yeah. about that the star wars trailer did, I, did, am i the only one that didn't know that was happening no i i, I knew I, had... I knew quantum dream was working on a star wars game uh but everyone kind of wrote it off because they're like oh that's quantum dream their games are shh, weird shh. yeah it's gonna be filled with david cage emotions Oh, Which God. are not good emotions. Gorgeous, though. I don't All know the good what emotions. Like in gameplay, but it was beautiful. Yeah, well, and that's yeah, like I it, mean, it, it, it's it's said during this High Republic era that they've set up recently, like this year actually, in in the books and comics and stuff. That's a really diverse and uh, interesting era for Star Wars. Uh-huh. And the first game that's going to be done by it is the guy, is or is being done by the guy who says he doesn't make games for a certain group of people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't understand how that uh, gets linked together. Hmm. looked interesting but i have a, like i feel bad like yeah being excited for it because i know who's behind it and so. that and that's so it's like the weird thing too about the whole like the whole show is like because it's just like so much stuff going on in the industry like with like in the like the like past like two three years that it's like it's really hard to really like you know get up and have a celebration and pat yourself like the industry on the back for like you know the games were like because like i i I was it was one thing one of the questions i had was when they when they announced that uh telltale was coming back and i was like okay cool what about all the employees that used to work there who got fired like are they back too or is this like a whole new studio whole new team like (laughs) so i was like yeah so it's great that they're back what happened to all the people who lost their jobs (laughs) yeah yeah see okay happy note uh i'm gonna change the subject we'll get to the crazy stuff later okay (laughs) um I was really surprised, actually, you were too, Brendan, uh, with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. I had no idea that was happening. And then in looking for the trailer, there's also a new movie coming. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. That, like, that looks you know, crazy. It's, I, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful because I'm one of the few people who, like, genuinely kind of likes the Friday the 13th game. Um, I acknowledge it's a broken mess. But like, it's kind of fun, and when it works, it really works. So like, uh, you know, I'm just that. That's my that's my like, you know, starting point for a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. It's like, okay, you know, like we had Friday the Thirteenth. Like, you know, maybe let's learn from the mistakes they made. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, the Friday the Friday the Thirteenth game's biggest problems were the franchise. No one knows who owns it, so they had to basically just stop all development at one point. Yeah. Well, I mean, aside, I mean, aside from like the all, you know, just the, the technical jank, also because I mean, it was also a small team. It wasn't a huge team, so I mean, the fact they did what they did do with a very small studio is actually pretty impressive. You know, I refuse to accept that, Brendan, because you know what, and we'll talk about it later. I saw a game that was made pretty much by nine people, and it was very technically competent. So it's not an excuse anymore, in my in my opinion. I'm like going through the trailers here to see what else is going on. Um, Kate, we know how I feel about horror games, but strangely enough, those were the ones that stood out to me all night. Mm-hmm. Um, Hellblade 2. Yeah. That was, uh, I don't know how to say it, Senua's Saga? Sen- Senua? uh, yeah, Senua. Senua's Saga. Okay, Senua. That thing 
was terrifying. <laughs> It was a long uh, gameplay trailer, I guess. Yeah, and like I, I, what I found was interesting is like how much of that actually is the gameplay though, because it's like that's all gameplay. It seems like those scenes, right? Where it's like you're controlling them running in one direction, but then they stop. It's like, oh wow, the big thing's moving, but like how much of that is actually like you controlling the character Mm. going point to point? Yeah, but that's the same with Guardians of the Galaxy. You spend like four hours walking, watching, walking, (laughs) watching, shoot at one thing, watch. Look over here. Like, yeah, how, how much, so how much is think, controlled, right? Yeah, that's what I was I well, think that's, it's a and bit of both, right? This is my problem with like, you know, and again, like this is this is not like me being a cynic. This is the like the game industry has done this to me. Like, you know, from <laughs> both E3 and yes, it has. And like V the VGAs and E3. It's like like how much of this vertical slice, like, you know, because I've been told the lie before that like um you know that th- that oh this is all in game and then the game actually shows up and it's like not even remotely close like so i've been lied to before so i refuse to believe when people say this is all uh this is all gameplay like it looked yeah, yeah it looked super nice but again like it's like i'm sitting there like you it's like okay you can tell me this is gameplay but until i actually play the game like i'm not gonna believe it yeah this is just a cutscene that you're allowed to walk through is what we're really telling you you can kind of steer it, a part of it but the rest of it like you're you can't move while your character reacts and stuff yeah and it looks and good and I mean, i've heard great ratings about the last game but yeah i don't know it's interesting i will say i will say this um i will say this because it's it's weird to me like just just how much of it was like cinematic because it i didn't i didn't play senua's sacrifice i really mm-hmm. wanted to i think i have it on my playstation actually i think they, it, they released first it for one free. sacrifice um, second one is saga that yeah this one's saga. and and the new, yeah, the and new I, one is saga and i thought I, I i thought that the thing that's like really made senua's sacrifice like like a like a really interesting game was because of like like how sort of like contained it was and how mm-hmm. focused it was on like really tight combat like it wasn't an overly cutscene heavy game if i'm not mistaken like it had it definitely well, had them but like I mean, the, fair, the, 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 f- the game was made on very small budget it was basically just yeah studio's last ditch like hey we're gonna collapse if we don't do something we're doing something <laughs> but that was also but was, like I, I thought that was also team ninja kind of proving that they didn't need to do something with a big budget like studio well, that they no, could just like they could fact- self self-publish their own thing this was just after dmc and they basically were like oh yeah you guys can't do anything you're just kind of a, a studio that just people really didn't like dmc for some reason i Devil May Cry i DMC. love dmc it's like it's such a it's such a not like deserved hate game but anyways so they basically like <laughs> yeah we don't need a big studio because they they lost a bid for another game i forget what it was might have been a star wars game i forget what it was um and then they basically were like, we're going to do our own thing because we basically need to do something. And then they got purchased by Microsoft after that. So That was another thing that kind of bummed me out was also seeing all those games that are just like, oh, Microsoft exclusive. Sorry, we did ZeniMax decide to buy everything in the goddamn universe. <laughs> you leave Microsoft out of this, okay? No, I refuse. Stop it. I was really anxious okay. for Tunic to show up on the Switch, okay. and then it's like, oh, about... sorry, fake joke. <laughs> say it, and I want to distract Jordan. Oh, yeah. Chaya or uh, how, Chaya. whatever? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. That looks so cute. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> yeah, it does look really cute. It. I liked at the beginning, it was like, this is pre alpha, mm-hmm. so probably not what it's going to look like. But that's all right. 
Yes. That's, yeah. yeah, that's the second time they showed yeah. it off in like, uh, like three I, months, too, because they just showed it recently at something yeah. else. Mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, E3 they showed it off. Or Sony's Spotlight or something. It might have been Sony's Spotlight. Maybe. Either that or it was a Nintendo Indie World thing. Mm. Something yeah. like that, yeah. But yeah, no, no. It's looking good, shaping up. Breath of the Wild meets Moana. Things. I love it. Everyone's mad that Breath of the Wild, not Breath of the Wild. New oh, Zelda they can. It's like, they, but there was never, there was never any indication. There was some stupid articles that ran about like rumors about how mm-hmm. people definitely knew that Breath it of the Wild Two was going to be shown, and then trending after. It was um, trending, so they're like they're going to say something, and then it was trending after because. They didn't say anything. Yeah. But uh, but who cares? We got Sonic version Breath of the Wild. So what? <laughs> yeah. who, what do you? What more do you want? <laughs> That's unexpected. Yeah. I. You know what? No, I'm. I'm actually excited about this because um, there there have been a couple really really well made fan games that actually experimented with the idea of like a semi open world Sonic game, and they all worked like really well. So I don't know if this is just is a continuation like, of. When what? we went from Mario to like Mario sixty four. Because as an no. adult, I still don't understand Mario sixty four. No, well, well, Sonic's Sonic's had many jumps to three D. Mm-hmm. So like the idea that like I, I, you know again like when you when you kind of stack the two together, like Mario in three D works because like Mario is sort of like a, a more like. Um, is a more focused platformer, I think, than Sonic is. Like Sonic is definitely even on the Genesis was a platformer, but it was more focused on sort of like like linear, like horizontal speed. Um, so when you transition to 3D, like you have to sort of keep those things in line. And even 3D Sonics are kind of just like you running along a track in 3D. Um, mm-hmm. This looks like it actually like hopefully will combine that idea that like you can move around at high speeds, but also you have a big world to move around in. So I'm hoping it'll actually be a lot of fun. Like, cause if they focus on the movement aspect of it, then just coming off of playing like solar ash, like solar ash is very designed in that way too, where there's a lot of like big open worlds, a lot of verticality, but like the way you move and the speed at which you move is exactly what makes the game so fun to play. Hmm. But so far again, they haven't really shown anything about Sonic frontiers that that can really get me excited about it. How do we get back to Sonic? (laughs) Yeah, oh, because Sonic yeah, is the only good thing we're talking about. <laughs> hey, no. you liked the Splinterhead? Splinterhead? I did. Chai. No, let's let Chris go. I uh, figure there's a few things no, here Chris might be excited about. I, I, I was gonna say, speaking of the horror games, how about how about Oops. that Slitterhead? Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's uh, Wait, I, that was an experience. Okay. People that, that enjoy horror games, please tell so me. That was the guy that did the original Silent Hill, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. How many and Akira Yamaoka is coming to do the I soundtrack. Jordan does. Jordan does. Chris, do you? Sorry. I'm pointing at people like you guys can see me. Do you actually play horror games? Do you enjoy them? Uh, well, I played some. It's my favorite genre. Time, but, uh, they make me throw things. Yeah. So, no. But how do we feel about that trailer? Does it look good or is this just me? Yeah. It looks it, weird. It's it a whole ass mood. Um, bad to me. It looks like, so I, plasticky. And Dana, Dana saw me tweeting about this. Um, it okay. looks to me right. like the game version of the Parasite anime. Um, so <laughs> I love hearing Brendan agree from the background. Um, He's in uh, the fridge. <laughs> which, which, like to me, uh, it does just based on what I saw from the trailer, based on the sort of the tone and the and the music choices that they use for it. I, I, I'm I'm skeptical if it's going to be a straight 
like horror experience like the same way silent hill was um because it just it just the 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 feeling that i got from the trailer was that it's going to be more of like an actiony kind of like horror game like so i wouldn't be surprised if yeah like like you know that that was kind of the uh that was kind of the um the focal point of a lot of these trailers at the vgas was just like here is like something you know guess what it is yeah (laughs) Yeah, like how, how much that actually was gameplay. Like, it's a lot, it's just like here's a lot of like body horror stuff. Yeah, that was uh, very much. That's felt very much just like a concept trailer with some gameplay, but mostly just CGI. Because I don't think it had that much. I just thought it looked really cheesy. Is that just me? It does. No, it looked it looked super cheesy. It did. It really okay, did. Okay, cool. It's I like was a weird like, mix was of like stylized it. and being cheesy. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I I I think it's going for a very specific. I think it's trying to go for the Raiden kind of look, the kind yeah. of the um, Jinji Ito but it's also, body horror kind of concept. But also very, very anime-y. Like, yeah. <laughs> it did have a kind of an anime feeling. It, it could be really interesting, but it also could be real bad. Yeah. I was, I was kind of more don't like... I what it is at this point, really. Like, I don't yeah, know. Maybe that's... it's just because I don't play horror games. It was raised on horror, but horror games make me throw things. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. But in the game, it looked really lame to me, and I know yeah. it came from this important person, and I felt like a little dick. Well, <laughs> well that's I, not, I, not that's you, that's just fine. That's just it. Like I think, like because again, like people people often conflate the idea that like the person who made the thing will yeah. like make the thing forever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we saw this happen with Mighty Number no. Nine. Like everyone got really excited that. Um, I mean, Kenji uh, Fune? <laughs> Yeah, you know, Fune was was attached to the project, but it's, but like, it's like okay, but but he didn't like design games. He just kind of came up with the look and the idea for Mega Man. Like, so I mean, it's I, like he was. I think also games are a collaborative medium. There's, a very, as we've said on numerous podcasts, very few. Just because a person's assigned to a project doesn't mean that project's always going to be good. Oh, that's yeah, exactly the same thing, right? Like, yeah, I mean, like. The guy that worked, the, the team that worked on Silent Hill was a great team. And that was a lot of people, a lot of designers and everything else. Just having the guy that came up with some ideas doesn't mean that game's going to be great. Yeah, it might be great, the graphics, but it doesn't know? necessarily mean that it has, it's destined to be great. See, but here's the question. If the story's awesome and like the animation is trash or vice versa, mm-hmm. does that change a game for you? I mean, for a horror game, you need all elements to work or it, either feels cheesy or it never hits or it's just an action game and that's where you need to have that balance and if it doesn't have that balance it just doesn't work well Mm -hmm. i think but i also i I think to just to like in in order like um in order to sort of like maybe like you know veer off from from that opinion um Mm -hmm. it's like because there are there are some games that like they can do it in a way that actually works like like yahtzee's game for example the consuming shadow like it's very very minimalistic very simple um, mm-hmm. but it has a really great tone, a really great atmosphere. And in, in like the, you know, the moments where you're sort of like, um, you, you know, you're exploring these areas and it's just sort of like a 2d, like, um, you know, mm-hmm. point and click kind of shooter. It like actually does feel very like tense and like, and, and, and scary because he actually did a really good job of creating that really good atmosphere. Um, so you don't necessarily need to have like, you know, top tier animation or no, like, just, you know, it all has to it work. Just, it, it, exactly. What you're doing has to work. Like you can make, the biggest sprawlingest world, if it doesn't have a story that kind of fits that, if it is a story that's designed to be linear and you fit it in an open world, it can be the best looking open world game in the world. 
but it doesn't fit and doesn't work together, it's never yeah. going to work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's, that's what I, that's where I guess we're like, we're like, you know, we still, again, it needs, it's, it's, it remains to be seen because all we got was a cinematic trailer that really didn't tell mm-hmm. us all that much about the game, except, you know, there are these body splitting alien creatures. Parasite um, things. Yeah, it's just yeah. there. Yeah, they're just right. parasites parasite. from from the anime Parasite. I I mean, or I laugh a little bit. Like, or you could go with like any of the other animes that kind of delve that same kind of concept. There's a lot. Yeah. Anime has done the we or even like Slither. It's kind of like Slither in a way too. Yeah, that's what, for a second. That's what I thought it was. I misread the title. I was like Slitherhead. Okay, like that. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> James, that was James Gunn. Back. Back. That was James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. It's really? a troubling um, name to Slitterhead. Okay, yeah. here's the other question. Question. Sorry, I can hear myself. It's bad. Um, for you guys who have been doing this a little longer than I have, I don't usually watch these awards. Yeah. Um, was this really horror heavy? No, I don't. Just- I think this, um, this show no. is a mix. I don't. <laughs> I don't think this uh, award show or. Whatever they call it yeah, now, it's not no more Joe. Um, <laughs> Advertisement. Focus. Yeah, basically a trailer reel with a few. Like, Shy, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> it felt very like B tier studios because you had a lot of Focus Home Interactive in there. You had a lot of um, uh, what was the other one? Um, Telltale uh, had, had had like two or three announcements. Yeah. You Warner had, Brothers um, kind of came to play with a lot of announcements yeah, too. Warner Brothers Wonder did, Woman. And then you had uh, what was the other one? What's um, uh, the list? Like uh, THQ Nordic was kind of there. Like it was a very mix, and also a lot of European studios compared to other shows. Like normally it would be like a lot of EA, a lot of Ubisoft, a lot of God, there's so Activision, much. and yeah. that wasn't really here this year. I think EA had a weird like, "Hey, we're making games still," I guess ad, which was. <laughs> yeah. like, you remember, remember the Sims us? We made Battlefield. Remember FIFA and Sims? We do that still. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Like, you guys still into that? The same thing. They were like, "Look at all these codes." Go. Oh, that was Bethesda. I, I, Bethesda's like, yeah. "Here's some codes." I, oh, yeah, did like, anyone actually tell those? I was it. really curious. Were, we posted about it, and somebody said they were all used. Yeah. So. I'm oh, sure yeah. there's a, a few million people watching the things. I'm, I'm sure they. Yeah, people were like <laughs> framed by. Or to, to come back to like Dana's question though, like uh, I would say horror feel, but like just even scrolling through the list of trailers, like everything's very dark. Mm-hmm. Like most of the titles shown were like very dark and kind of like grim, dark and gritty and yeah. This is sound really lame, but I don't know. Probably the f- last ten I posted because there were so many. Just the screenshots are like black and red and moody. Like, yeah. Oh. This all looks the same. <laughs> this, is, this is where we're at. Yeah, next but you know, year, is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 it definitely says a lot because I think yeah, the most like the most fun of all the like trailers, the one game that was like, hey, remember video games can be like enjoyable, um, was Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw, I saw a really good. I saw a really. I was excited for Guardian. Sorry, my voice. Well, yeah, is I saw. <laughs> I saw a really good tweet about it that was like the like Suicide Squad looks like the good version of the Avengers, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, you know, you, you you can make no. a good superhero based game and not have to cram it up the ass with like microtransactions and battle pass bullshit. Yeah, actually, I've actually the, the, the... never tried that game, and I really should. 
Like we should. I heard it's really boring. Uh, everyone I know who played it said it gets really boring really fast. The story is interesting, but uh, all the live play stuff would be kind of. Eh. Yeah, it's a. Um, but the, like, it, the, there, there was also like a big cool, thread like... of like epic style stuff. Like epic studios kept showing up with like, "Hey, Fall Guys is still a thing." And yeah, Rumbleverse. So much. Oh, oh my God. Okay, so that made me laugh so hard. So like, when you know when they show off. <laughs> Among Us in VR and Jeff yeah. Keighley's like, who could have seen this coming? It's just like everyone, every popular video game gets a VR adaptation. Like it's not, hey, but... it's very common. So <laughs> See, I got the embargo for that and I'm never excited about anything. You guys know this. I'm like, mm, it's a game. It's fine. But watching like the four second clip they gave you, mm. I was like, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> a like, it'll be fun and cute and like doing whatever and the way the little dude pops up right in his face i'm like it will also traumatize me and i feel like it'll be fun for everybody that's fair <laughs> i think that'd be a great game for yeah I, I i i'm not i have no doubt in my mind that that among us uh would be great in vr but like it's just it just just the presentation of it really made me laugh. Mm. This is like who could have seen this coming? Um, everyone. I mean, let's be clear. One thing I have to say, even though they were using great um, actors, the skits were real bad. Oh, oh. So Brendan kept saying, "How about they stop acting?" <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they yeah. were actors doing this stuff. It was like, yeah, I, I know this would probably be funny if I was there. Maybe but watching I, it live, I'm just like, this is. This is dumb. Like, I think I think now. the only one that didn't make me really cringe was the one for um, Tiny Tina. Like actually see like Will Arnett and Ashley Birch did like kind of like feel like they had a, a bit of a rapport up there. Um, well, that's because because it, it's it, and it's funny because then everything that was actually in the trailer for Tiny Tina like yeah. made me cringe because like that felt like that's the kind of like stuff with like Tiny Tina as a character. It just feels so like forced lull to random. I'm gonna throw like, it out there. I when it was just when they the concept of doing it as if you're playing a board game or a tabletop game, I thought that was kind of cool. But I also kind of liked the fact they were just kind of doing a Borderlands game in a fantasy universe. I didn't want. The, I didn't need to have that weird uh, like, third, le like second tier of information where you're like, oh, you're all playing a, a tabletop D and D game. Yeah, exactly. I don't like know if they could that they had that already in a um you know the DLC, right? to expand. Yeah, they, they had that yeah. already. I didn't need that again. I like the fact they were kind of when they first showed off the trailer, it was just a fantasy borderlands. I'm like, yeah, I'm down with that. I'm cool just playing a fantasy. Yeah, you you could have really just just like set up the idea from the get-go that they were playing D D and then yeah. just like make the whole game just fantasy setting. Like didn't need to have like tabletop elements and all that other stuff. Like because it's already a huge mishmash of ideas, right? Yeah. To have to bother with that abstraction layer of, oh, they're just playing a game now and things are just gonna be weird and random. I'm like, I don't I don't care. Like I don't I don't need a Cheeto on the board. That's dumb. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> having yeah. not played any Borderlands, like this concept could not be any less appealing to me right now. Like, yeah. I don't have investment in the characters or the world, so it's just like the world. Like, the thing yeah. is, the characters of the world are kind of dumb, and they're meant to be. And yeah. here's the dumb. Yeah, thing. sure, that was like the fun part of Borderlands, right? As as a woman, I feel like I should be excited about a game, which sounds really bad. I should be like, it's it's about a woman. Yeah. we should be pumped about this. Let's go. And then I look at it, and I'm like, okay. But you have Wonder Woman to look forward to. 
Well, we got to see a Tierra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we got I mean, <laughs> we got to see literally nothing. <laughs> I am glad it's not it's not another Batman game though. Like, yeah, Arkham's True. good and all of this. We've had enough of that. Let's try. No, one instead we're like Suicide Squad. <laughs> look, at, look at DC <laughs> beating Marvel to the punch yet again. The first female-led video game. I think the biggest problem here is <laughs> the look on Chris's face right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the problem is. Spoiler, like, we're all on video. <laughs> DC has a game studio. Marvel doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so when you have Marvel, they're like, oh, we'll get Square Enix to do with their thing. And Square Enix doesn't know the universe all that well. This is my thing with DC versus Marvel. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I know very little about DC. Mm-hmm. But DC wins TV. Marvel oh, yeah. wins. Yep. And I think DC White might win. They do because they because you well hit and miss because you have one studio doing great things one way and another studio doing really horrible things yeah it isn't all contained whereas DC is always like they have a vision they want to do it might be a stupid vision but <laughs> they might be right. <laughs> and right I, now it's yeah. like, what if we make beat 'em up games real gritty and that's what they've done yeah you know and and, and it's working for them so yeah. That whole DC versus Marvel thing—that's a whole other—that's a whole other topic. But uh, I will I'll, I'll yeah, bite we, my tongue. We're like forty in, I still, in. To be yeah. fair, I still don't know who owns Warner Brothers. Like, it's me. is it still AT and T, or is it no longer AT and T, and it's now like a weird new conglomerate? I don't really know what owns what because that's all dumb. Well, because someone was going to be buying <laughs> HBO Max or something. Well, too, they're buying Warner Brothers Pictures, and they're buying HBO Max, but not all of Warner Brothers is leaving. But most of it is, and it's all going to be a new company that's going to license each other's media. And I'm like, well, what? What so, the hell is gone? My uh, whole understanding of the situation comes from uh, the daily or from last week tonight with John Oliver and him like chirping AT and T on the air. Yeah, that's yeah. where all my understanding of that comes from. So that's just like, oh, <laughs> well, according <laughs> according to Google, Warner Media is owned by AT and T. Yeah, but, but does that actually, after the new weird merger thing they've done, where they've reversed merger part of Warner... It's all nope, stupid. you said merger too many times, I'm out. It's all, it's all convoluted. Yeah, it is. Um, speaking of actually no, well, I think, the you female know what? Like, games, Dana, um, yeah. the, there was the Steel... Was it Steel Rising? Was that the one that... Uh, that game looked pretty bad. Me, was it a Metal Rising? No, Steel... There's... A metal game, but yes, Steel okay. Rising is what she started. With. Oh yeah, because there's Steel Steel Rising followed by Metal Hellsinger because that's yes. the kind of name. Oh, Metal Hellsinger looks awesome. Made um, by metal music players. Yes, players. If, uh, I, if I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> Steel Hellsinger had that uh, interesting kind of time travel-y uh, alternate dimensions kind of angle, which looked. It, it, it kind of had a look that was similar to like Dishonored. I kind of. I need to branch out. Turn of the century. Yeah. But, I hate them all. I said I need to branch out and play different style games. You do. I was almost thinking well, thought, too of the Order eighteen eighty six. Like I know that's not like that was more of a movie than anything, but I was yeah. kind of getting some of that vibe too. That ex- that existed as a game. That existed. Well, I, Did it as a game? I got a, <laughs> I got a little. I got a little excited for half a second there because I thought that was gonna. They, they were finally gonna show off that like weird Pinocchio game that's happening where it's like oh, basically so- Bloodborne. What? Even even though the creators who like who basically said like oh we liked Bloodborne we you know we drew a lot of inspiration from Bloodborne but like our game we didn't want to make our game like Bloodborne it's like did you look at the game you made because <laughs> it's Bloodborne the Souls type 
<laughs> yeah, it's a weird game where you actually play as Pinocchio, but it's like basically just yeah, it's Dark Souls. <laughs> okay. okay, we've gone on for a while, but what about the big names? Like Chris, I'm looking at you specifically. We've got Final Fantasy. We've got Lord of the Rings. We talked about Suicide Squad a little bit. Um, there was another one. Uh, Dune's getting a strategy game, which is kind of interesting. Oh my god! Like two days ago. Oh my god! That that genuinely made me laugh so hard because I honestly think that like control the spice, control the world is one of the best <laughs> taglines for any yep. video game ever made. You know, Rackus. <laughs> First you get the spice, <laughs> then you get the money. Then you get the power. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like, a that's a thing that's happening. Big names, and notice that none of us have talked about any of them. Yeah, I I actually well, missed the Gollum yeah. trailer because I was kind of in and out last last evening. But uh, it yeah, looks but... like Gollum. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm kind of the like end. mixed on on Lord of the Rings video games now because like. The movie games were, were good adaptations and what whatever, but hmm. the Shadow of Mordor games just went so far off of Tolkien's like oh, yeah. actual work and that I couldn't, I couldn't even look at it. Um, they got so, weird. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll come back around on Gollum when it's closer to release. But... I I mean I I maintain I maintain the idea that it's like did anyone genuinely want a game where you play the whole thing as Gollum like a- a- actually. <laughs> It, it could be like an interesting short game. Uh, could be some meat there on the bone, on on the fish bones, as it were. Um, as it were. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it could. I, yeah, we'll see how it actually is when it's out. Well, I'm kind of reserving judgment I mean, on that one. Yeah, I, we, you know, we talked a lot about I think the some of the bigger, like more notable trailers, um, and some of the more like you know nicer moments. I, I I got a little excited when you know they kept hinting at the idea of Silent Hill, and it's just like, oh, but you know, here's Hideo Kojima, here's Guillermo del Toro. Like, could we be moving towards something? Um, but it, I, I I I it was it was one of those like moments where like even though I was like so exhausted watching the game trailers, and I kind of felt gross the whole time, like seeing kojima introduced his best friend guillermo del toro so we could talk about his new movie was like genuinely wholesome <laughs> <laughs> but also frustrating because doing anything yeah we kept yeah they kept hinting at silent hill and i was just like and even yeah even guillermo del toro being like maybe they'll make silent hill who knows like could we be getting now, a new one i don't know here's what i'll tell you fun fact the two games two horror games i think i've ever actually played mm-hmm. silent hill 4 Oh, that's a good one. And Fatal Frame. Yeah, that's, that's good. it. Yeah. That's that's my horror experience. I've that's tried Resident action. Evil. I was trapped in a box. Zombies were coming in the windows. I cried a little bit. I was no longer allowed because I threw my husband's Xbox controller. So, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, that's I have fair. my yeah. own now. So now you're allowed to play. That's it. fair. Um, uh, but I one, mean, one, one thing that actually no bueno. What one thing I, I I think I'm probably the only person that was excited for this, but uh, the Space Marine two from Warhammer. I mean, 40K. but the weird thing is, it's like Focus Home Interactive is doing that one. And the first one was done by THQ. I'm like, I didn't know Focus Home Interactive got the rights to that property. I didn't know that happened. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, because like now they're making a thousand Warhammer 40k games, so it's like, yeah. But so I was I was, I was actually pretty one. excited. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Brandon. Well, what was the one uh, the other Warhammer game? Oh, it was Vermintide. Well, no. That one looked rough. <laughs> yeah. We're judging it a lot. <laughs> like, I'm like, this looks weirdly, like, really last gen. Oh, it's Vermintide. 
I thought Verbatide looked better. Okay. <laughs> sure. Listen, it's more Verbatide. Who can, who, who can not be happy about that? Two steps forward, one step back, right? It, but it looks really uncanny. Like, that trailer was... Rough. Yeah. But that just might be, um, like, in li- I don't know enough about Warhammer to really make, make critical judgments here. It's so more maybe like that's- the eyes were dead. The eyes were so dead. Well, you know, he's a dead, holy knight who has been killing a lot of rats. Your eyes would be dead, too. But they all looked like mannequins from, like, the early 360 (laughs) days. They looked undone, unfinished. Listen, they had to slap together a trailer for the VGAs. They didn't have a lot of time to work on it. We have a, can you get a trailer list in a week? Yeah, sure. Got sure. That. We'll make that happen. <laughs> okay, but Speak, speaking of the awards, we should probably move on to that a little bit. But I did yeah. just want to throw out. I was just there awesome. Atlas, Atlas please. You're putting Persona Four Arena Ultimax, the fighting game spinoff, to Persona Four on the I know. Switch. Please I know. bring Persona Four Golden. Please just bring switch. Persona Five for frig's sake. Go Persona, Persona 4 5, Golden first before Persona all. Five will be rough. <laughs> like that game takes a lot of resources. Like even the. Um, I didn't know I had so much to say about these awards. PS3 Continue. version of Persona 5 was rough. Was it? Yeah. And I've only seen the, like the royal version of P5 over. Yeah, that would be that would be hard. Like okay, a, only... I mean, it's the base game is not that complex, but there's a lot going on in those universes. So I don't know. It would have to look real flat, and I don't know if that would look good. Well, they they made, they made uh, perfect they, for the Switch. They made yeah. FE. Uh, Encore or whatever that game was called. Yeah, uh, Tokyo Mirage work sessions, on yeah. it. So, oh yeah, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. They made that work on it. So I get. I feel like they could make Persona Five work. It well, would well, do the, a, the Tokyo I'm Mirage sure Sessions was originally like a Wii U game that they ported over yeah. to the true. Switch. Whereas true, true, it's drive. the other way around. I mean, they made Doom yeah, go on. Like Doom Eternal's on the Switch. So yeah, and it, 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 it runs really well. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm just scared if they did do P5 on Switch, it would be like a cloud version and just. Well, you didn't they do a cloud version for? Uh, what was the one they did that for? Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah, that's, one. and that's weird. It's I heard it's really bad. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. So. Um, but yes, we should move on to yep. uh, to the I mean, games. I, um, I do want to quickly just touch on the fact the awards. that are we? So this is supposed to be the games Oscars, basically. With less famous people. I mean, there was some more commercials. Simulu <laughs> was there, and uh, yeah, but Jim no Carlos it was a bad uh, skit. Oh yeah, yeah that was cringe. That was yeah, so exactly. cringy. That's the word. Cringe. Sorry. But... I I wanted I wanted to like him, but <laughs> yeah, that was so bad. It wasn't his best work. Mm. Um, <laughs> very Canadian. Yeah. So now, with that said, and with a with a studio with a an award show that's trying to be basically an Oscar show. How much is cringe or is pushing too far into a marketing campaign and basically just a way to show off trailers and how much is actually celebrating the industry? Uh, did and we see any awards? I think we saw three. Like it was so yeah, they actually like Even uh, Dennis, well, one of our writers, yeah. was covering the actual yeah. awards. And it would be so long between you and I, Brennan, yeah. being like, oh my God, where are these trailers? What just happened? And he's like, okay. Just hanging I, out, and I then think, really quickly they'd give him four rewards. Yeah, four rewards. Awards. Reward. Yeah. <laughs> he would reward for awards. And, and I, I, I kind of like, miss them. Also, I the fact is that they did. I think there was some good awards on the show, but they really very much did the oh we're awarding it to the big tentpole titles. The very limited times when they had a chance to award something to a, 
a studio that might be smaller or might be a little bit more indie, they go like, and Forza 5 won. I'm like, or Forza uh, Horizon won. I'm like, oh, okay. For the most yeah. accessible game of the year, for Forza. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> do we know why, though? Because even Guardians, yeah. I reviewed Guardians and apparently not well because yeah. they were nominated for accessibility. I mean, it's, it's the fact they had like, um, they will, but the thing is, they nominated for part of the fact they will have like, uh, sign language and stuff like that in the game. Yeah. But that's not in yes. It's something they'll be adding later. And like, how can you win something mm. for something you're adding later? Yeah, because Guardians had, <laughs> they showed some of the ways yeah. that Guardians Bread I don't know, used yeah. or promoted accessibility. And it was really cool. But I didn't I mean, see any of that because I guess I don't need it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that, that's that's a hard yeah. thing for us to judge, right? Like, if you don't need yeah. it, and every person needs different accessibility settings yeah. in games. So. I mean, even with me in Fortnite, I use the visual sound yeah. cues, which sounds very accessible. Mm-hmm. But I use it to my advantage, and that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nice to see how they do that. I'm going to answer your question by basically Mm -hmm. shining a light on the fact that the games industry has kind of been winning for things they haven't done yet you know when when you look back to what was it e uh e3 like 2018 or 2019 where you know i wasn't at 19 because i well uh the 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 one the one where bethesda took to the stage to uh, announce all of the content that should have been in fallout 76 was finally coming to 76 and they got they got a huge round of applause for all of that um it really is like there'll be npcs like okay and quests and all the things that used to be in fallout yay (laughs) you know yeah it'll be Um, a complete game now cool we're putting the game uh, in the game and and that's the whole like that's kind of the whole thing like i think i think definitely a part of it was that like you know because again we're still kind of in like a a, a, you know a covid era you know games industry where like there haven't been a ton of releases so the big studios that like can kind of afford to put stuff out like are the ones that are winning all the awards because you know they're the only ones that really came to play but Um, i mean there was there were indie titles in all these awards and it seems like whenever there was a chance for a big title to win the big title won and when there was a chance exactly and if there was a if there was physically no big game then an indie game might win beyond that Force is going to win. Halo's going to, Halo wasn't not Halo won the game. Um, uh, Halo won. Uh, was fan, it um, fan choice? How? Yeah. That game but, came out a week, like literally yesterday. Because How all of the fans win? have been literally. Yeah, because here well, that and I and, and, you know, and I I joked about that too. I was like, why would you ask the fans on like our gaming? Yeah. Like it's just like it's a garbage community. Like like yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> like, um what is yeah. the big game they're excited about right now is the thing they're going to vote for. Forza came out that day. That's what they would have voted for. It doesn't that's really fair. mean anything. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm kind of whole... curious to see how, how the awards are weighted because it's supposed to be part the jury, like the media jury, yeah. and part fan vote. But I, who was voting for It Takes Two to win Game of the Year? Yeah, that's no my question. No one talks yeah. about that. We didn't even review it. I, I mean, think. to be fair, I've heard really good things about that game. Do Let's I need be to clear. play it? It's it's a very Dana. You want to know what it is? It's a very like and and this is why I, I remember we we talked about this like pre E three or pre game awards when they announced the nominees. Um, like it it genuinely surprised me that it won best family because it's a co op like platformer that is about two 
pair people who clearly hate each other who are getting a divorce yes like that's what the game is about it's about the fact that they're getting a divorce and 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 and, 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 like dana i'm not making this up it's about the fact that this little girl's parents are getting divorced because they're not good for each other and they hate each other so she makes a wish on a star or some shit and they turn into little like like toys and they have to like run through the house and use like cooperation and i guess the moral at the end of the store at the end of the game is like if you just cooperate in a crazy magic freaky friday situation then you can fix your marriage okay so (laughs) i can understand like the story the dream the wish parents working together good times love my ex-husband super close best friends that ain't gonna fix our marriage. <laughs> so, so you're no, you're you're that, telling me if you guys like, weren't turned into was... little toys and you had to like you had to like like use like like household objects that also came to life to solve little like platforming puzzles that you guys wouldn't like want to get back together by the end of that because you saw the power of one work through such experience. So. You can't speak. <laughs> you have to walk in those tiny magical shoes. You can tell. Fair, fair point. Fair point. <laughs> but also, um, oh, isn't it? I mean, it's it a coincidence that that's made by the guy who uh, likes to make big scenes that give the game awards a lot of attention. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. One, huh? Coincidence. Mr. Uh, F. The Oscars himself, yeah. Well, wasn't he the guy? He, he was the guy who did. Um, he was the guy who did. Uh, uh, the the other one where you're in prison. It takes two to get out of prison. I guess is what brothers. It's yeah. Um... Oh yeah, that one. That's the story. Is people working together that shouldn't be. Joseph Ferris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He uh, so, he likes to call. He likes to cause a lot of stir on the game awards every year, and it always gets a lot of views on YouTube. Oh, and he won Game of the Year. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, I I. I that game winning, I've heard a lot of people really excited about what that game does. So, you know, it's like, if that won game of the year, I'm fine with that. That's fine. I just question... I want to get it. Yeah. I want to play it. I think it's, on, I I think it's Gamecast. It? I think it's Is a it Gamecast. a platformer, though? I hate platformers. Uh, I don't know. Um, Part puzzle, I, I think, yeah. But my point is, <laughs> I... there are so many games that were kind of ignored because of just when they when they were released or what publisher they had. And I feel that that is missing a large swath of games that probably does amazing things, but because it's not in the zeitgeist right this minute. And It Takes Two has that lawsuit from Take Two going on that made it right Mm -hmm. at the top of everyone's minds. So I recognize this. Let me click it. That's the thing. And I mean, if they, it really makes it hard for certain games. And I, I, I also say, as much as I don't want necessarily more massive um, massive games in the Game Awards, I think Forza Horizon, the fact it wasn't nominated for more things is kind of weird, I think. So it won everything that it was. Yeah, like best yeah. racing or something? Like, yeah. Well, so yeah, I mean, it's what, like sports and, what, and what, racing it's these days, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think it, it, I think that the way they had these awards and the way they've timed and the way the fact that they put so little emphasis on giving the awards to people. Yes, takes away from the fact that this is trying to celebrate an industry. Yes, I like trailers too. You don't need a pre-show of trailers. Every five every five things you see in the screen of the trailer. And then like, oh yeah. We're lucky we turned in. Tuned in. Tuned in. For the pre-show. Thank you for the correction. No, like I... I, I, I was genuinely left feeling by the end of the Game Awards like it was a colossal waste of time watching. It was like, shallow. I could have, it, like, like, yes, yes, shallow. 
is the word. <laughs> like Jeff Keighley wants this to be a big thing. And I get that. But you have to say, okay, we can make an extra $5 million if we show we have every single segment sponsored by Verizon. Or, <laughs> or we take video, another 10 minutes and give celebration to the industry but, where it's deserved. And, but that, and that's the thing that, that I, I, I don't understand because like, like it's not like the game industry is like hurting for money. Like it, 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 like the VGAs mm-hmm. themselves, I don't know, I guess who the governing body of all that stuff is, but like, like I mean, does it need to be Amazon presents Jeff Keeley's Amazon Game Awards sponsored by Amazon and also Verizon? Like, reality show. <laughs> so like, unrelated, but kind of related. I love reality TV. I know, mm-hmm. basic. If you watch a Canadian version compared to a U.S. version, that's all it is, is, hey, by the way, we're covering Sponsored by, yeah, you see that a lot with the... (laughs) And that's how it felt with this. Like, it was the budget Canadian version, which, by the way, no Canadians were at. Even the Canadians that were there were either apparently busy on their phones or they're via video pre-recorded. My biggest problem (laughs) is... It does look bad. Because if you look at the Oscars, yes. every single thing you see at the Oscars, I think the Oscars is an overblown mess. Let's be clear here. But it's a celebration of the industry. And it's a self-congratulatory self-congratulatory celebration of the film industry. But they revel in the things they do. Like okay. Every single and segment is like... Do any of you watch like film or television yeah. award shows? Like I've, I've, I've given up really. on, on all of them. Yeah. They're, they're way too they, long. They, they all seem too shallow to me. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. I will well, say I watch them, but I watch them recorded so I can fast yeah. forward through. The yeah. There you go. It. That's the way to do it. But at least they give time. Yeah. Well, they give time for speeches. They give time for, I don't and, know, talking about what they're nominated. Yeah. I didn't even catch the awards. And that's, they sp- like, yeah. Jeff Keel would be like, oh, before we go to another seven trailers, here's seven people that won, I guess. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, this segment sponsored by Verizon. Let's go over to a Verizon mascot over there. Okay, we're back. Let's go to trailers. Okay, and, cool, I guess. Is this MTV and that's the, in the thing. May as well watch D3. Yeah. That's the thing for me that, like, genuinely bothers me about it because like yeah. it's like yeah like as much as as much as the oscars is kind of like a shallow like self-congratulatory cool. thing in an industry that like it's does have jerk. its share clear, of problems it's a circle yeah. jerk, circle jerk is oh yeah no absolutely like <laughs> absolutely but at the, at the like like you said brendan at the very least it's kind of like it does celebrate the industry and and, yeah. and 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 at the very very least like at least you know the the film industry like isn't yeah. you know doing all this extra stuff to like shake money out of people's pockets. Yeah. Like the well, fact the that the fact that, the that, the game, that the Get game it. awards is so heavily sponsored and so self-congratulatory and so focused on, on all this extra stuff. When like considering like, again, like how, how insidious the industry has been in yeah. the last couple of years for like added monetization and predatory practices. Like yeah. it really feels like, like genuine, not, not just hollow, but like, like aggressive at this point. <laughs> But more importantly, like Oscars have a segment for people that have died, right? Yes. Yeah. The the guy that created the NES died before the Game Awards. Not Why was he not, not? No word of it. Like there's so yeah. many ga- like so many industry people that have died this year that worked in games or. How did we get here? I'm so sad. But uh, or like streamers, <laughs> like streamers that have died from yeah. suicide, etc. They could have brought that stuff up. They ignored it. Instead, well, they, they had they, a massive trailer for some ma- like new game 
I love trailers. I think they're cool. Do I want? To, <laughs> I I'd also want to see the industry move beyond. Oh, this is just marketing, and actually ha- show that these games can be art. And when well, you have uh, a, an yeah. award show that basically looks like it's a budget MTV like movie awards, <laughs> that's With, a problem. Like, yeah. Washed out Jeff Keighley. Well, no, he was and, and, and that's and, and that's that, that's the thing that upsets me so much more because it's not even it's not even so much that that it like that it like went unmentioned but it was like yep. the like the way the way that they went about it was so like hollow it's just like oh you know hey we here's a here's a two second commercial for this like you know organization that like helps you know like women get into games oh that's great now here's you know games from like nine other studios that are like you know going through like allegations and like you know and, and, or you and, like and more games that... about like but don't worry we cut out activision yeah like yeah we didn't let we didn't... About, like you're like, oh yeah, I like creators. Let's look at other creators that are awesome. Okay, cool. I'm awesome too. I'm like, okay, I don't know who any of these people there are. There were two creators that were shown like 20 times. I have no idea who they were. Mm-hmm. I don't know who won any of the creator awards, which is fine. I don't watch a lot of streaming. Yeah. I watch people like stream Fortnite. So I get that I'm not on top of that. But they showed one couple or friends yeah. or whatever like 10 times. But more importantly, you also had the like the um, BGA future class. And they talked about what this future class they're doing. They had an, they sent out press release about it. There was one mention of it and yeah. one person appeared. Like, why not do like a quick like montage instead of showing the Verizon segments, have a montage of the future class showing what they're trying to do, what, why they're important, why they matter, what they're doing for this industry. But the future class wasn't paying the advertising money, so that's true. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Wait till you get the, yeah. Wait till the future class sponsored by Verizon, then we get it. That's my yeah. problem. I agree because that's really sad. On top of that, like yes, the game industry makes a shit ton of money. Yeah, they do. without any thought. Yeah. So you throw this at it, you throw a bunch of people in a pandemic at it. Yeah. We're all mm-hmm. creating. We're all playing. We're all mm-hmm. talking about it. So maybe give us some damn credit. Invite some Canadians. Show some content creators that didn't play. Pay. Pay. Not yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. make make Pay it maybe even make it like a like 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 the way E three used to be like a yeah. media event. Like invite some journalists out there. Like actually I mean, they, make they, it sort they, of like they had some journalists there, but like if you look at the I, I, Dana's been mentioning the, the Canadian segment, mm-hmm. CBC and the Gamer are but the also Canadian sc- outlets. Screen Rant is also technically owned by uh, Valnet. But yep. it's considered an American outlet, but the gamer's considered a Canadian because they wanted to make sure the Canadian didn't just have one outlet on it. I don't think I'm supposed to say this. We weren't invited. Yeah, we were not. We were not invited. We're we were not judges on this Canadian this thing. I'm salty. And we have been in the but past, right? We, we, we've never been VGAs. We've always done... Uh, we've been in part of E3's judging panels, part of Gamescom mm-hmm. judging panels. Uh, we have been around for a decade. And we are one of the biggest voices. I mean, I'm not tooting my own horn here, but we are one of the biggest voices <laughs> fine, fine. in the industry in Canada. And to have, but even su- yeah, like smaller just- outlets. This Brendan's bitter about this. You can tell. No, no. It, actually, I brought this to his attention on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. There was a huge thread. Um, like, one of our writers. Don't you cut me off. Sir. Okay. One of our writers uh, who actually writes for several Canadian outlets. Um, he was mentioning like, hey, that's weird. And mm. I didn't even register that there were only two Canadian outlets. One of them is CBC, who doesn't They don't have a game. dedicated gaming section. It's just like a guy um, that writes about games every once in a while. And the other was The Gamer, which 
I won't lie, I don't have a lot of knowledge on, but apparently they're not even based in Canada. They're like most of the writers aren't based in Canada. No, most of the writers are based in the States. Which we do have American writers. We love them. Yeah. They're great. But we are based in Canada. We have mainly Canadian writers. So even if it's not us, a gaming outlet from Canada didn't receive anything. They said, okay, Jeff Keighley. Uh, they're like, hey, Keanu's going to be here. Carrie Ann Moss is going to be here. Mm-hmm. They weren't there. That was pre-recorded. No. <laughs> uh, I cannot say his name because I'm a bad person because I don't actually know it. Simulu, Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah, that guy. Simulu, yeah. Yeah. I think I think Chris got it. He's there, I guess. That's good. But like, but in the very awkward segment, that they, like, it's I, like he's an actual actor. Why have him just looking at his phone and talking about how much he likes Halo and he hates being a little worse? Yeah, and it's like, and it's, I mean, in, in Shang-Chi, he was like so genuinely likable. So it's just like, why did you make him such a piece of shit in this segment? Yeah, it's like, I don't want to be here. I want to be playing Halo at home. So I'm watching other people play huh. Halo badly. To lol. Games, am I right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Right? No. Fellow Western games. alum, too. I mean, I expected yeah. that from that segment. But that's what I mean. Like He went to Western, too? That was yeah. our yeah. representation. When? Wasn't even there. What? Uh, I think he was class of 2011. He was oh, there. He's probably younger than all of us. I hate everyone now. God, I, I, I was on <laughs> campus at the same time as him. I might have walked past him at some point. That's my, that's my claim to fame. You so guys old, are bros. Guys. Thank you. Um, I, I, I think... <laughs> But I think that was our it, Canadian representation. Half of them weren't yeah, even there. Yeah. Half of them don't care about games. The, those are the two. I mean, to be fair, Guillermo del Toro also lives in Toronto. Hmm? Yeah. You said that name really badly, so I'm going to pretend. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Let's not. Let's Guillermo. not. Does he really? I think. Um, I think if we could, like, I guess, like, close up this segment yeah. on something. Yeah. It's, it's, Wait, well, yeah, I was, I was going to yeah. I, I got a plan. I, I got a plan. Know. I have an exit okay. ramp here. Okay. We all, um, I think we all have a point. Let's, this, is, so, this, is, this is our final For Horizon thoughts. Forbidden West, I'm really excited. Continue. I was going to say, uh, so, yeah, this segment probably didn't uh, endure us much to Jeff Keighley, but, hey, get at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Canadian voice on I'm going to throw it out there. I want this award show, and I want the Game Awards to do well. Yes. So it's I, not the I fact agree. that I, I don't think I don't blame Jeff Keighley. He has to make money and he is doing this on his own. He is not doing it. The ESA is not doing it with him. They have some uh, people on the board, but he has to make money. And I'm sure all the things he's doing, all the spots he's trying to bring in cost a lot to break. And to we'll make help it make happen. that Canadian dollar. Well, so yeah. I mean, and he's a this, fellow Canadian. So you know something? He's Canadian? Yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah, that's that was our Canadian representation. Yeah, he's Canadian. This yeah. is kind of why I, I, you know, if if I had any hope left for the VGAs, mm-hmm. like if you need the sponsorship, like fine, I get it, mm-hmm. but like make the 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 show focused on like what its yep. namesake is. Like, don't show me three and a half hours of trailers and like five minutes worth of award ceremony. Yeah, like, I forgot. actually it's make it, it is, an yeah. award show. Yeah, like dot dot dot. It's like all oh, the saying, Oscars. I, I, uh, here's here's nominees for Best Picture, and here's five hours of trailers for movies coming out this summer. Yeah. Here's Marvel's Avengers. Like, It'd be super weird, I'm, right? And I'm not. No. I'm not even saying like don't have a couple world premieres. Like if you want to make yeah. it a big special event, sure you can show off some like you know some big things that are coming. But like when you when that is the focus of this this 
this show, yeah. Yeah, which is already self so so self congratulatory in in an industry that really at this in this point in time does not deserve congratulations. Like yeah. it, it should not have been that that it should not have been that much of a of an industry circle jerk. It should have really been I like mean, actually about well, whole hearted congratulations. All new trailers. I mean, I, I'm going to throw it out there. Um, oh, I've said this. I said this a few years ago when it was the um, that Dragon Cancer won uh, the VGAs back uh, a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, having someone discuss the Schick Power Man or whatever it was called as he's running around <laughs> the, the intro bot. Yeah, <laughs> that's happening. And a, and a father talking about how he lost his son. Yeah, that that is standing a, beside the Schick Hydrobot. Yeah, like. like and you, have the, and you have the celebrity appearances just going, oh, what do we do now? Do we cut them off? This feels bad. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot. And, and, and Jeff Keighley didn't want to be the Doritos Pope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? Anyways. Yeah. Point is, yes, yes. Anyways. No, not anyways. I need more information. Let's, let's, I'll, t- let's, I'll tell you about the Doritos. There, though, for Mad I- TV. I'll tell you cares. about the I'll I'll tell you about the the, the Doritos Pope after. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Star Trek as well. Did you almost call me Kalina? I swear to God, I heard that. No, no, I was just choking on my laughs. My own name. Uh, anyways, let's 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 bring it back to the awards <laughs> to close out. We'll we'll, we'll forego yeah, our actual format awards. here, and just uh, <laughs> I was kind of wondering what Very you guys all thought was like the biggest uh, snub of the night and okay. the most deserved win of the night. That's um, fair. Um, Oh, for me, I'll, 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 I'll just throw this out there. No, um, okay, best yeah. performance uh, went to Maggie Robertson as Lady Dim- Dimitrescu, which I'm sure she's great yep, in the first part that. of the game that she's in. But Erica Mora was the biggest... Chris, it's pronounced Dimitrescu. Say it right. It's pronounced Step on Me Mommy. That's, what, that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> it's, called, um, it's pronounced Big Lady. It's pronounced Big Lady. Um, <laughs> no, but... It, Erica Mori in Life is Strange True Colors. Like, that's probably the biggest <clears throat> thing to an actual movie mm-hmm. performance yeah, in that category. Giancarlo Esposito is in Far Cry 6 for, for celebrity recognition. That's fine. Uh, Maggie Robertson is in that segment of the game, the early yeah. game, and that's it. Uh, yeah. I, that... not No discredit to her. I'm sure it's a great performance, but a lot of that voting for that, I'm sure, was for the memes. Um, yeah. And I've heard great see... things about uh, Jason E. Kelly and uh, Ozioma Agaka. Uh, pro- apologies for pronunciation there for, sorry, for the lead roles in Deathly, which were great things. Yeah. But uh, oh yeah, of, no, their voice of that group of people, Erica Mori did like a full movie performance. Yeah, um, and yeah, and, the biggest, and, and and that's the yeah. that's the crazy thing because I remember we talked about it like what like two weeks ago how like it was hilarious that like they made such a big deal about Lady Dimitrescu and she's literally in the game for like ten minutes, like she's not she's even a tutorial big boss, part right? of yeah. the game. Like, I didn't yeah, play the like, game. Obviously, we've been over this. But I had no idea that she was so little to do with the game. No, oh, yeah, no, to, she's like, yeah. Talk her down. I, but I was like, yes, go her. And I found out she had. <laughs> yeah, she was like no. she was the entire marketing campaign. For, she's the only yeah. thing I yeah. know about the game. And, and Big, again, tall, scary lady. Everybody hence, loves it, including me. Hence why she probably won, right? Because you know she was the marketing yeah. for for Resident Evil. For I would have voted for that. Had it, was, I... it was a long for the memes, right? Like that's the recognition. Yeah. yeah. If not for like the actual uh, validity of, of any performances, it's the recognition yeah. of the memes. memes? Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the meme awards. Um, memes run wild, guys. That's I, my I biggest say, I say I say I say uh, cheekery. A colorful tale got snubbed for games you for impact because again, I was very mad about that. Was nominated though. 
Yeah, it was nominated. But again, like it takes no, two one. And I was like, no, you know what? Like Chikori deserved it. It had it was like at least in my opinion, having reviewed it, I thought it was a much more impactful game just based on like like what it did. It's like its game design, its story, like everything about it just made it so like special. And it kind of just felt like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like again, it, it takes two was from a more like notable uh, like game maker in a game studio, I mean, so like it's like Chikorin was it. made by a really notable developer, so I, I don't know if that I would. Uh, take that Greg Lobanov is not like the most note. I mean, he did Wander Song. Mm, that's yeah, that's kinda... a massive game. It is it though. <laughs> yes, it's not that massive. I mean, it's like that game that sold it's still pretty of small. And it's known for the, like it was a well-known game. Did you interview him, or you just love the game? I just love the game. I just okay. love the game. Okay, okay. So Chris, that was your biggest snub. Yeah. Do you have like a Yego team? Oh yeah, the, uh, I was glad to see Metroid Dread won at least one yes. thing, um, and it yeah. won an action adventure, which is probably the most deserving. Like I, yeah. I, no, I could argue for being game now. of the year in that crowd, Metroid but uh, I'm, I'm yeah, glad it won something. Is that a nostalgic thing for everyone, or is that like no it, it, nostalgic? It's... You're not going to be like, bleh. I... But is that nostalgic, or is that like genuinely a great game, or just you're happy to see it? It's... Back? It's generally a great game. Yeah. Um, there's nostalgia involved, of course, too, but like Metroid spawned this genre of Metroidvania, which is really popular right now. And then Metroid Dread has come along and kind of like Don't call it. Brought, folded it all back in, right? So like <laughs> it was a really solid game in that genre. Like it was returned to form for a lot of things. Well, it was well deserved. Uh, this is this is kind of why I was saying, uh, and I said it in like in the sort of like our like pre VGAs that like I, I definitely knew it was. I was kind of like hoping it would win Game of the Year because you know I love Metroid that much. Um, yeah. But I knew it wasn't, and I honestly think like winning Best Action Adventure probably was the best uh, choice for it because like of all the Metroids that exist in you know the like exploration action genre, I'm not, I refuse to call it Metroidvania because Metroidvania refers to a very specific type of game. If you don't have the Vania in really there, like what name, are you though. talking about? But it just no, it's good. stupid. You're it's stupid. Listen to it. Stupid. Like it's it. like it's a combination of Metroid and Castlevania. If you don't have Castlevania in there, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, like, the, I'm so a lot of basic fan groups. So take that name. It's good. good. It just means games that have that form. No. I refuse. That's all it means. Because oh, basically, this, means this is the hell we're dying on tonight, Jordan. Yes. So you're, you're arguing <laughs> Symphony and Night. You're arguing Symphony of the Night does not. Is not a castle. Is not a Metroidvania. No, there's no Metroid in it. No, I'm saying it is a Metroidvania <laughs> because it is a combination of Metroid and Castlevania. Nope, but calling no. like calling <laughs> Axiom Verge a Metroidvania when it is just Metroid is bullcrap. I liked it when Simon Belmont <laughs> killed the Metroids personally. However, <laughs> getting, getting back to my point, uh, Metroid Dread. As much as I love it, and as much as I honestly think it is a genuinely like really good game. It is like much like fusion kind of before it. It is a very linear kind of game. Like it doesn't actually feel the same way most like previous Metroids did, where there is that really deep level of exploration where you're kind of like you go to an area, you hit a brick wall, you know, you have to like backtrack for an hour, find a thing in a corner, you know, that lets you open a door and then you can kind of move on and you start exploring more. Like like Metroid Dread does feel very guided in the way that you sort of go to an area you know it's the the area itself is a bit of a maze but then once you sort of find yeah. that one key item you can kind of like get through it and move on to the next one and then the we next one's like you know 
um, <laughs> um and but but that's my point so like like actually winning you know best action adventure does feel very suited to metroid dread just because it does feel mm-hmm. like much more like an action-based game than it does a true like metroid like you know exploration adventure game yeah am i mis- mistaken wow um that one over guardians right one over guardians uh ration clank um psychonauts 2 and resident evil village that's a big win then those are massive games yeah it's not being out just like the little guy right i mean guardians of the galaxy again that's one of the few i reviewed this year and though it wasn't my favorite because that's not my style of game it was well done so for a game that yes it wins partially on nostalgia but look at the the graphics or the style or the the gameplay comparatively mm-hmm. that's a good win well, there's quite no, a few it, games in that category too that are like being overlooked too right like a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of people have been sleeping on guardians because they were tired of the trailers or whatever mm-hmm. psychonauts 2 is like a kind of a niche callback it's very uh, cult classic too yeah I'm, so I'm, like but i'm gonna throw it out there the fact that psychonauts 2 won nothing or nothing that they actually presented is. Did Ratchet win mm-hmm. anything? Well, well, I'm just calling it Ratchet so much, now. No, like there was well, a that, lot of games that I think deserved attention and just mm-hmm. were like, yeah, that that's nominated for a lot, I guess, and this other thing is going to win. Well, it, it, it's 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 interesting to me, Brendan, that you think that because like like again, kind of like with 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 Psychonauts one, right? Like Psychonauts one, like was a really like well made, very yeah. interesting game when it came out, but like it suffered that fate that like nobody really played it, and nobody like nobody yeah. really knew it. So the fact that it even got a sequel was pretty incredible. But like, so it not, too, yeah, yeah, like after, and basically Tim Schafer forcing that through. He's like, yeah, well, yeah, this is just we're gonna make it happen. I don't know. So like it, it not winning any any awards actually feels very on brand for Psychonauts. <laughs> yeah. So Cherry was your top snub, Jordan. What was your what was your biggest uh, um, or most deserved win? <laughs> with with I, I with how quickly all the awards went by, I can barely remember. Um, I guess I like that Guilty Gear won a fighting game category because I, mean, I love Guilty well, Gear. That, so that, was a, that was slim picking. It's so too. yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like it's like it's like uh, what, what can you choose between like the seven games that were in every category? Like well, like that that category in particular was Demon Slayer's adaptation. It's an anime game. I mean, it's I, yeah. I, it, I'm Demon sure it's Slayer fine, isn't but... really a fighting game though. I'm just happy. It's a weird. Yeah, no, it's I reviewed a weird thing. Were nominated yeah. because yeah. I picked like the random shit. Like Shivery, <laughs> that was nominated. But like, so I think the fact that um, uh, the categories were diverse, but the things that won were what you expected to win. Yeah, like they had a lot of nominations for like, oh, that's nominated, that's crazy. And they're like, oh, of course it's going to the like the game that's the most established in this entire thing. Yeah, that makes sense because there I, I, there is I, still like a large element of of the decision it comes down to a mm-hmm. popularity contest. So yeah. I think I was I was surprised to see that Tales of Arise won. I think it was with best RPG over yeah, like yeah are. stuff like Guardians and um, uh, I'm not really sure what else was there, but I I really didn't expect it to. <laughs> well, because because it's like you know again the the Tales series is pretty well known, but like I I, I really don't feel like I knew a lot of pe- or, or saw a lot of people talking about Tales of Arise after it came out. So like I mean, it's still one of our the how long is Tales of Arise is still one of our top articles. So people mm-hmm. are talking about that game. Yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah, that was it was it, there was a good swell behind it actually when once it came yeah. out. Like the biggest competition I think there probably would have been Shin Megami Tensei Five, and that's still yeah. new. Like yeah, mm-hmm. jury still out on well, that one's longevity. 
something I something I was thinking about too the other day, and I know it's not really it doesn't really pertain too much to the game awards, but I think it is kind of connected. But like because like like I I, I was kind of thinking about like the way the hype cycle works, and like mm-hmm. you know, it, it, part of me sometimes forgets that No More Heroes three came out because like there was so much hype leading up to the release of No More Heroes three, and then it came out, and I don't think I think I saw a single person on social media talking about it. Like and it wasn't even at the game awards, so it's just like my biggest like, my biggest snub for me. <laughs> And I'm just going to jump in here. I really want to mention this. Go for is it. Is the fact that you had an RTS category. We have fi- uh, we have had Age of Empires back after a long hiatus done by Canadian studio uh, Relic. And it was done in one of those like, oh yeah, that one. We're off. Like it, it got no attention. They, it won something though. It won it? something, but they didn't put any effort into like highlighting that category. They rushed through that one and then had more, one like, the 20 more trailers. Ones, yeah. When that is like so many people have been excited for that game coming out, so many people put their hearts, uh, blood, sweat, and Why tears. Why does Jeff Keighley me- hate Canadians? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, it, it's a popularity <laughs> contest again, too. Where, like, but since I mean, like, yeah, tragedy is now a very sexy big, category. No, RTSs are not sexy category anymore. I mean, like the mid '90s, huge. Now, not yeah. so much. But there was a lot of people that really were excited for that game. Uh, Hayes, who reviewed it, loved that game. 10 out of 10, I believe. Yeah. Um, and they in the the team that made it put a lot of effort into mm-hmm. that thing. And to just basically brush past that win when it's a game that they brought back after so many years is but how many games do they do that for? Like so many. Okay, I'm going yeah. through the winners article right now. We sat here, we watched the entire thing yeah. diligently. Yes, I was Googling trailers, mm-hmm. I was doing whatever. I literally don't remember half of these categories. Yeah, we know my my memory isn't excellent, but again, I had to go back and look and see what categories were even there because they went through them so friggin' quick. It's like with the Grammys so, where they do all, all the technical ones off air the night before the actual yeah. award show. It's just they just yeah, spat yeah. through it. <laughs> they even handed show. out awards before the awards started. Yeah, like I said, we argued i'm like this is happening already yeah like you had no they don't start yet you have the pre-show and you had like four or five awards given out before the thing even started and i think that is doing it a service for the people that do win these awards that do this is their one chance to go on stage and kind of like say hey i worked on this my team did a great job we're really excited about it Mm -hmm. and just basically rush through it so they get another four trailers in give them the 30 seconds on stage it isn't going to change much you don't need to pluck, uh, plug Verizon. You don't need to plug Chevrolet that many times. You can't get 30 seconds to give these teams the credit they deserve. Get the little cane. Yank them off if you have to. <laughs> That'll give well, them more attention. And, I mean, it, like, I, how, much do, how much do we think it was like a COVID thing, too, that they couldn't like no, bring to people? No, I don't people. think it was. There was. They were packed. They, the show mm-hmm. had enough. Like, the, the teams were there. Kiana like, was there. I mean, In so spirit. Was, but my point is... <laughs> The we team, all could have been the there. Teams that, the teams that did these games were there. You could see them cheering from the crowd. This is yeah. happening. To not to have them come down to that stadium, to have them mm-hmm. be there for those awards, and then just kind of brush past it when they're just like, "Yeah, we won something." Does it a disservice to the industry because it shows yeah. the industry mm-hmm. is more interested in profit than it is in the people? And, and I know Jeff Keighley doesn't believe that. that. I know Jeff. Itself, yeah. I know Jeff Keighley does believe. I've talked to him. I've, you could see he does have a passion for this industry. But he can't do it by himself. Yeah. And us Canadian folk 
don't get the funding the American folk do. Yeah. Listen, um, I, I, I'm just I'm just saying. Ten Chambers flew me out major. to San Francisco to play GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> he could have flown I mean, out some pe- some 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 development to... teams to. <laughs> he could have brought some people out. Who are we kidding? They they the, the, the teams were there, but the point is. Mm-hmm. Including the GTFO team, because the game, like the studio, uh, that makes me excited. Money into this show. Like this is the thing Jeff Keighley is like building <laughs> himself. Like he has a team, whatever. But it isn't like the ESA is helping him build the Game Awards. This is a private entity. For anyone that's mm-hmm. not sure, ESA, uh, Entertainment Software Association of America. Thank you. I'm really glad you knew what that was, or it would have been awkward. <laughs> um, but my point I wasn't is, sure. if the ESA put real money into this and made it into an actual thing. That like much like the Oscars is done by the MPAA or uh, uh, Motion Picture Association of America, MPAA. Yeah, that's right. I'm um, ignoring that one. <laughs> that the fact is, it can't just be a for-profit thing. It has to be an industry-funded thing as yeah. well. And you have yeah, what games do versus movies? Like what the Oscars make versus the Game Awards? You know, I know it's not. It's a different thing. Once a network TV, once a not. So, I mean, like when it was on Spike TV, they had more cringy moments because they had like, let's have some random celebrities here that have nothing to do with games present an award because they're doing a movie for Spike TV. Okay, let's come back. Let's focus. Chris is as bossy as I am. Okay, we got Jordan's. We got Chris's, right? Yeah. Am I missing anything? Good and bad. Mine were kind of just You yelled for a while. Yeah, I mean, mine were just like, I think this industry deserves better. And that's my... That's both. Yeah. Okay. The snub was the show. Oh God, me, this is not my department. I will say I'm excited that um, Horizon Forbidden West got the most mm-hmm. anticipated game because that's mine. I'm shocked that it beat Elden Ring. I'm shocked that it beat Zelda like for well, most anticipated. Yeah. Give me a yeah. break. There's the immediacy <laughs> effect too, yes. right? Because like Elden Ring's out in January, Horizon's out in February. <laughs> So yeah, but that, but, Zelda's but like, who knows? Who knows what it's about? Who knows when it's coming? So there is but no by that, but by that very extension, Chris, I mean, like, wouldn't? Oh, sorry, sorry go, 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 Dana, go, Dana, go, Dana. <laughs> but this comes from me, who we know is a hardcore Xbox girl. I want to play Horizon. Like, I want to play it bad. So I was really excited to see it. I've been really excited to see the bits and pieces. I'm excited to see it win. At the same time, I'm yeah. watching Elden Ring, and I'm like, ugh. It's giving well, me good, like, so Skyrim, good. Elder, Elder Scrolls, and then I remember yeah. that it's more related to, like, Dark Souls. Yeah, like, oh, That's what, that, I made the joke, too. I was like, did you believe you could make an open-world fantasy game that wasn't Skyrim? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I've been really Skyrim. excited about it, even to the point where no one had requested it. And I was like, I should. And then I looked, and I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, I will die a lot and it won't be good for anybody. I'm going to get a PS4 version. I'm right on top of that because... But, probably not going to. But yeah, like well, I'm a hardcore Xbox girl. This is a PlayStation crossed. game. Yeah. yeah. Win something and something I'm excited about, that was great. But if you look through the news and you look talk to gamers, we're all talking about Elden Ring. Yeah. How the well, hell uh, did Horizon to, to just, win? Sony to get yeah. to get to sort of like to get back I guess like to what I was trying to say to, to Chris's point like like it's 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 very strange to me considering that like yeah like Elden Ring is like right around the corner so you would really think that like 
like anticipation for it like while while yes it is high like we all know it's going to be out in a month so like but like zelda like the anticipation for that's got to be like way higher because we still yeah we still don't know all that much about it we've only seen a little bit for it and it's the proper name for it yeah so how about you anticipate something like they could bring it out and be like oh by the way it's like a battle royale (laughs) game now for some reason well (laughs) because we've seen we've seen some of it and it is it is by like just by you know it's a zelda game like zelda games are just hype no matter what yeah, they are. People still got people got hyped for a goddamn Skyward Sword remake, and that's the like worst one. Get the best oh one. no. <laughs> no. Change the topic. Change no, the topic. No, no. So, what, so what, what was your what was your most deserved win then, Dana? Uh, My most Horizon. deserved win? I don't or, sorry, your sorry, your snub, because you Horizon was your best. That's kind of both. Hold on, we're gonna go through real quick. Um it really is kind of both though, because I'm thrilled for Horizon. I want that to win. I want to play it. Mm. I may fight to review it which isn't a thing I'm supposed to be able to do. Um, but everything else was kind of meh. It was very lackluster. No, I felt that way about the whole show. I should watch or should, watch should, play. Play. should play it. You could it's watch funny. it too. I'm listening to myself talk. Yeah, I'll watch somebody play it. That's also fine. <laughs> I really, I really want I you to get things. Call, I really want you to call your ex-husband oh. and play it and see what happens. <laughs> we might we'll yeah. play it together we're like, so close if, if only this had happened <laughs> yeah i will say um as someone who reviewed uh guardians marvel guardians of the galaxy um i didn't give it the like nine out of ten that some other people did but it won in categories that it deserved um i mean ongoing it didn't win was nominated i'm not really sure why it's ongoing it's a game. Once you finish it, I guess you can play it again. Was it in ongoing? Um, but okay. it won narrative. It is a great story, and it's a story. I didn't see a whole lot more to it other than story. Oh, it's it's sorry. It's not it's not in ongoing. It's just the pictures there for some reason in our. Oh, is it? it didn't, Which one? Yeah, no, it was nominated. That's what I mean. I don't know. Why. No, Guardians wasn't nominated for ongoing. Uh, the pictures oh, in that section for some reason. Why is that picture there? We should fix that. Yeah. Ignore everything I said in the last <laughs> few minutes. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but uh, you, you fix go it. fix it. Go right ahead. I, I can't. I'm the one that's recording the actual audio. So? I can't. I don't want to. Uh. Anyway, Anyways. not important. <laughs> but anyway, it did win for best narrative, which again is the majority of the game. Um so I, I would say that it deserves it. The story is good. The story pulls at your heartstrings. It's just not my personal style of game. And I did mention that in my review. Like, it, great story. I'm kind of bored because I've been walking a lot. But <laughs> it was a lot of fun to play still. And well um, written too, yeah. It was, yeah. It was great. Oh. It was Marvel. You know how I feel we, about that, right? We, so We, we, we want to talk biggest surprise at the VGAs. How about uh, friggin' PUBG coming it. out of early access? <laughs> Oh, is it finally released? I, I don't know. It's got some new big update that they announced at the VGAs. And I was like, holy shit, is it out of early access? Finally? I think, I think it came out of there early two, access last yeah. year. Um, Life is Strange looked like it should have won as well. I didn't yeah. play it. I read um, Hayes' review. Mm-hmm. He, I literally cried at his review. <laughs> I know. Emotional and whatnot. But like, it really touched him and it meant something. And I love to see that. I love to see a game that matters. Um, it... it it sounds like gender typical, but something that matters to men that touches them. That's great. Men don't normally say, Hey man, 
I felt a thing. So it's really good to see that it made him feel a thing and he was comfortable to say that it did. So uh, boyfriend dungeon, on the other hand, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know a, what impact that had. That was an interesting <laughs> game, but the impact, well, uh, impact, I guess there's not good to be made there, but uh, Life is Strange, I think is the better winner there too. Yeah. Well, and, and, yeah. and, and, and I think it's, it, it's, it's definitely something that says that, like, it's, it's a very like, uh, typical of Life is Strange too, because I remember I, I I have only played the first Life of Strange, uh, Life is Strange, but really? like when yeah, when I, I like finished all the triggers for me, so I've been avoiding it. Well, that's what, like when I finished it, like it it like I genuinely felt like like weird. I don't know I don't know how to explain how I like how I felt like I, maybe okay. melancholic is the word, but like it just well, it stayed very, with me for. Sure. A, for like a little while, you know, and I, and I feel like I, you know, like the way I, the, the choices that I made, the way I played the game, like I didn't get like a bad, bad ending, but like, it just like, it, I, I don't know. Like it, it really was like, it's just this, 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 this very like, strange no feeling. Life is Strange did not have a good ending. Well, I think like the, uh, the, the best ending you could have possibly get gotten given the circumstances. Well, and last year, tell me why one for I think similar reasons too. So in, the, in that particular category, a similar mm. game made by the old studio, I, I want our old creators, I believe too. So I mean, there is something to be said for that formative game and the emotional impact it can have on, on players. But... This new one, I think, really did some really good things, and I even just judging by the review and what I've seen of the game of the little bit I've played, I think they've done some really good, really great ideas. I think just. Having a, a story that touches on more than just violence and more than just graphics and more than just like what new exciting moment you can have and just have it be a, a story about people and a story about emotion mm-hmm. is great. And I think mm-hmm. that was an amazing connection. Concept. I think that was great. Yeah. Um, so, deserving win for the Game Awards. The Game Awards was a thing that happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> now we talked all about it so we were kind of running low on time but we did want to yeah. just okay. touch briefly on uh, what we've been playing for Dana who has something she's decided for which doesn't always happen this does never happen I'm always playing like the same thing um, I'm excited because I started playing Harvest Moon One World I haven't played a Harvest Moon game since I was probably 13 33 now it's been a minute so I'm sure lots of has happened in between um, but I'm addicted, much like I was with Stardew, much like I was with Alchemy Cutie. So, I mean, I don't want to be here. I want to go home. I want to move my farm to the beach because it looks beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I want to grow some peach pineapples because those sound delicious. So I'm pretty excited about that. I want to see where it goes. I'm still at the very beginning. Um, Jordan disagrees. So I'm hearing <laughs> via text. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it so far. So apparently, I need to go back and play a different one. But I have no comparative, so I'm enjoying myself at the moment. On top of that, which a few of our writers and commenters here can jump on, um, I am playing Fortnite Chapter 3 Season 1. Uh, it is different, it's exciting. Everyone is only playing because of Spider Man. Yes. Maybe Boba Fett, I believe, is coming. Boba Fett's coming, yeah. That's um, why I have the season pass. I, I saw that tweet, I won't lie. I had a <laughs> lot of fun. Checked out. <laughs> I had a lot of fun looking on like Twitter and seeing people who were posting sort of like side by side comparisons of like how 
shitty the web slinging and Marvel's Avengers for this, like the Spider-Man update is and like how good it is in Fortnite. Like they made the web slinging in Fortnite so genuinely good. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> we, we, we've already crapped on Avengers tonight. I, let's not. We could never crap enough on, on the Avengers. No, <laughs> no, we definitely can. And we have. So no, yeah. I, I have, I have yet to actually find the web slingers in, uh, in the game, but I've seen a lot of video of it and it does look like really like fine tuned. So I'm excited for that moment when I finally get them. Um, I'm not sure. I, I guess I would have to check because I haven't really popped in to look like if it's sort of like this, the the symbiote um, power like ability where you sort of like find like it just like it shows you on the map where the slingers show up. Um, but yeah, like I haven't seen that yet. So yeah, um, I don't I don't know if it's if it shows up like that. Maybe you just find it in a chest and if you get lucky. So the day of the event, um, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Brendan and I were hanging out in the morning. And he's like, hey, all this is happening. And he's trying to show me all the trailers and all the leaks and all the stuff. And I'm like, shh, we're not talking anymore today. <laughs> you go away into your corner because you don't care. <laughs> um, and then later on, oh, what did you say? It was something like really blatant. Like, hey, Spider-Man's being announced. That's weird. Is that a spoiler? I'm like, maybe <laughs> lead with, hey, I might have a spoiler. <laughs> Maybe leave with, hey, The Rock is in here now. <laughs> I've been reporting on that since, oh God. He made like a random tweet months ago where he just said the foundation while talking about a bunch of other crap. And I was like, this is what it means. <laughs> this Again, is the worst reveal. We know my memory. We know my like, wait a minute. We know my, my deduction skills. So for me to pick up on that months ago <laughs> says something. And for it to be confirmed now, I now feel better about myself as a gamer, <laughs> as a journalist, as a human being. Uh, but he's drive, like, it's about power, the foundation, we go like, harder. <laughs> no part of this. Also, I just put together like the rock, the foundation. Oh, God. I'm oh. Going slow. Oh no! But I was really excited about it. I hate everything about this. I didn't connect that either until just now, and it's yes, it's not just me. So I was really, really pumped about it. it. We covered it on the site. We weren't going to write anything. We weren't going to review it. We weren't going to do anything. And I was like, you know, I spent all day today (laughs) playing Fortnite (laughs) with my son with my ex <laughs> i was like this is what we're doing this is they, all we know now they might as so well have just called on the brahma the bowl and had him say what <laughs> do you smell what i'm cooking like you might as well um i hate everything <laughs> can you detect Guys, what okay. i'm baking okay jordan whoever whose cameras are off you guys suck Mine's uh nice. jordan Mine we're gonna add each other off. i don't want to tell you that's weird it just hates your face yep. brendan we're added but you're gonna play the four of us, I feel like one podcast, we should just play Fortnite. I feel we should not do this, and there I hate is. everything about it. Does everybody I would play Fortnite. agree with That's me except idea. for Brendan? I mean, I play I, Fortnite. I would, I would do it, sure. Just for yeah, the funds. So I mean, I've I, I haven't played the new season yet. Like I I, I checked it out briefly. <gasps> I've had other topical me. things. I added you, but I've actually played it. You're a massive computer, and you're not playing Fortnite on it yet. What the hell? I'm playing PS. I'm playing on PS5 because I was playing on. What the hell? What do you have this giant computer for? Like. 
Final Fantasy XIV, the other thing Jordan, I've been trying. Play <laughs> uh, no, because... Well, how's that looking? Like, let's go, let's just... No, we're still on Fortnite. I want to know, what, I want to know if Final Fantasy is looking good. Like we can wrap up. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV is looking yeah. good. Uh, I've noticed... It seems like the textures... Uh, like, I'm, I'm not sure if it's something that I just haven't noticed until now. But the textures have been looking a little, like, weaker when they get close to people. Oh, weird. Okay, but this is a game that was originally running on PS3. So yeah, it's 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 getting long on the tooth, but it's still like growing every day. Yeah, and like the they did big things behind the scenes to uh, crunch numbers down and and you know make the processing yeah. better. So I think that's something that we'll start to see enhancements in over time. Like by the time this expansion's over, you know, in two years, I think they'll be gearing into making it look better. It still looks fantastic, like at a bit of bigger scope. But uh, I, I have been noticing recently that it's looking a little rougher when you get close. But, you know, a lot of games what do that. What was that game you complained about earlier? Many? Crazy Eyes? No, Warhammer. Yeah, Warhammer. Oh, Vermintide too. Oh, no, nothing nothing like Dead Eyes like Not that. Not that no. bad? All right, no Dead Eyes. <laughs> Aren't you excited uh, yeah, for no, the pizza uh, emote brought to you by Domino's Pizza and DoorDash? Well, you have to get Grub no, Hub? Like Grubhub. It's Grubhub. You have to. Buy oh, it's Grubhub. Grubhub. That's right. And, and and it's it's already over, too. Is that American? So. Like, it's only American. for this? I I, I I I know someone who was Maybe trying to order Grubhub good. during the award show. That was the worst. Like, no, she couldn't get it. So much I'm cringe gonna go in that moment. I'm going to find an American moment. friend that I can order Grubhub to. See, you guys talking about Final Fantasy and stuff. You used to talk about Destiny all the time. I downloaded Destiny. I started it. I enjoyed it. I got distracted. See, that's the, the um, that's the other thing that's been keeping me from playing Fortnite since the new season started because the Bungie anniversary yeah. thing went live in Destiny Two this week. So, which is up today on the site or yesterday? Uh, or this yeah, yesterday. Week. Well, so, whenever yeah. Jordan had this, he's not editing it. Friday. So. It went up Friday at four p.m. Yeah, <laughs> not at eleven thirty, Brendan. <laughs> so, I mean, the the Fortnite season's going to be there for a while, but that's not in there yet, so I'm not feeling the uh, pinch to play Fortnite. Versus the more time-consuming things, but uh, yeah, no, no I, I, I would, I would play. Like, go update the things that I know on that page. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be an ever-updating situation. But uh, Fortnite's been really good so far, and yeah, the new weapons less. are really cool. If they feel really good, um, the MK7, yes. I love me a pistol. The Always. auto shotgun's awesome. The tents are they, weird and broken. They brought back the, the akimbo pistols too, which made me really happy. But you got to buy them from some dude. Yeah, that's true. I was that's happy true. about that. Um, uh, the tents I like. Some streamers. The tents are kind of cool. I haven't got a chance to use to them yet. Here's what you got to do. You got to jump in. You've got to claim a tent or make sure you find a tent or land where there's a tent. Mm-hmm. Uh, go kill. Oh, who is it? Pick a pick the foundation. He's got a mythic. No, he's. I tried to kill him. He's freaking impossible because he is the rock. Yeah, they're not going to Or get a squad. He wiped. I I, I jumped in because I didn't. I didn't realize when I when I like when the when the season reset and I started the game that I was it like automatically set my my settings to squads. Oh. So I like dropped yeah, in with a squad. Eaten. He he wiped my entire squad. We didn't stand a chance yeah. against the rock. Um, Cypher PK is the streamer that I know best. Uh, that was his plan. He jumped in, they killed the rock, he took the, the mythic, put it in his tent. He jumps in, takes his tent, pulls out this mythic, kills the rock, sorry, the foundation, and grabs mythic. Dwayne the Foundation Johnson. <laughs> I know, I'm so glad that I was the first one to grab that from this group. Anyway, uh, and that's his game plan, right? 
right now my tent is filled with half pots and purple pistols because I love me a purple pistol. Um, purple but it's pistols. An interesting pop. concept. I don't know if it's petty broken per se. But so, so well, you can it, store it, items in. A you tent. can store you items can. between That's matches. Tent. See that that, that does sound ordering. broken. That does you sound. Can, you can either claim them in place or claim them and pick them up. But whatever you put in the tents will be there the next time you claim a tent. Is so it any more broken you, than a tent in an RPG? I mean, come on, Chris. Well, I mean, the whole point of <laughs> RPG is to make gradual progress, whereas uh, Fortnite you're starting from scratch every time. So, well, yeah, but, you're, so, but you're also making gradual progress around the, along the battle pass. So, I mean, like you invested money every every couple of months, right? That doesn't push you forward anywhere. So the tents kind of do. If you drop every time and you have these mythics, I mean, I know my six year old. Yeah, but you know. That just, that so just sounds like there. loser talk to me. Like you got a great shotgun. Great auto. Every single time. So you're Dana. Gonna... Dana. That just sounds like loser hey. talk. And Hey, man. I got my win. <laughs> I got my umbrella. What about you? So I, I will just say, just uh, you don't you don't get new swords every time you you, you start a fight, a fight in an RPG. So, I mean, that's... Uh, uh, well, you know, but... He's not playing anything. If right you, if you can... I mean, I've... Fights, I've though. I've killed many a guy with a with a gray shotgun on Fortnite. Mythics, I mean, they're great, but you know, they're not gonna if you're if you're good enough with a gray pistol, you can you can manage. So on the on that note of get no. good, uh, I think that's gonna wrap it get up for good. this super We're long episode. It's get hurt, good and go to sleep. <laughs> uh so that'll do it for us this week. Uh if you want to read more on these topics, like that foundation breakthrough, uh and more, you can find full coverage on cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag. You'll find us. And if you enjoyed today's discussion, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. And, you know, tell your friends. Uh, Brandon, where can people reach you? Efry26 on everything. He says quickly because we need to end. <laughs> Dana? Uh, I have switched it up. I am at the Dana Eileen. Uh... T-H-E-D-A-Y-N-A-E-I-L-E-E-N. Still got to spell it. Crap. And Jordan Biardi. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at NinjaXJordan. And you can find me on YouTube at NinjaJordanReviews. And uh, you can find me on Twitter <clears throat> at Hoogathy. That's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y. Or on Twitch at Guild2Taps. Uh, and yeah. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Jeff Keeley, get at us. And uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>